0: happy new year everybody welcome to 2021 and this is the club soda podcast and uh, i'm here with drew who you would have heard on previous podcasts say hello drew
1: hello laura i know that there are lots of people who will be waking up first of january 2021 thinking oh 2020 was a dumpster fire. I'm glad that's over. I can forget the whole thing ever happened. But, um, you know, there was good stuff that happened in 2020. And I am a firm believer in building on positives. And so I'm interested, Laura, what were your highlights from 2020?
0: Well, I, I spent tons more time outdoors than I normally do. Well, it felt like it, but obviously I do spend time outdoors all the time. But normally I'm commuting to or from somewhere. And this time I was going outside purposefully to do things that were just about being for me and so i actually ended up with quite a lot more of a tan this year than previous Mm -hmm. years even though i'm not actually sure whether my time outside was was greater or less it was obviously quite hot as well but i definitely made the most of time outside doing Mm -hmm. healthy and good things whereas drew i think the only highlight i've heard of yours is making various nigella cakes
1: oh yeah there has been a lot of there's been a lot of food 2020 has been a good year for food i perfected my roast chicken i've learned to make a really good beef brisket and yeah i made an excellent banana chocolate and tahini cake recommend that highly yeah lots of food I mean my real highlight for the year kind of on a personal level is that thanks to the strangeness of lockdown I got to spend several months living um, with my dad who's in his 70s and my son who's in his 20s so we had the joys of intergenerational lockdown living you know there were highlights and lowlights of that definitely some downsides but as I look back on that time I am going to consciously remember the good bits of it and the the fact that we got to spend some amazing extended time together and I feel like that was a bit of a gift uh, from 2020 and something that I'm really grateful for.
0: And so we know it hasn't all been great for lots of people. We work with lots of people in the hospitality industry. But I think you're right that as we go into the new year to at least try and reflect back on the things that have been positive for us or that we've got from it or that we've learned.
1: And it's been good, you know, there's been for some people that rest of lockdown has been enforced. And you're right, you know, particularly for people who work in the hospitality industry, people that we know who have spent... 2020, worried about their jobs, maybe losing jobs, trying to find new things, moving into new careers. You know, really in turmoil. You know, our hearts go out to those people. It has for so many people been a really tough year. But you know, even if it's been a really tough year, it hasn't been a waste. Good things will have happened, and you know, you can um, set off on 2021 on a on a good footing by remembering the good things which have happened as well. And we know that you know, last year lots of people um, were drinking more during you know interestingly there were there were many people who didn't bring their pub drinking home with them and actually used lockdown as, a, as an opportunity to cut down um, but it's one of the things which inspired us in club soda very early in in 2020 during the lockdown um, we launched our sober weekender um, we gathered more than a thousand people together um, to spend a weekend exploring some of the kind of the basics of changing your drinking um, we put on some webinars that was a really amazing weekend and out of that has grown our new free course how to change your drinking that we've been uh, running for most of 2020 and literally thousands of people have taken that course um, and started to take steps towards changing their drinking and that you know at a professional level that's a that's a highlight for me of 2020.
0: And I guess that's the important thing for us at Club Soda which is we use you know behaviour change science to build and evaluate really robust um, courses As many of you will know, changing your drinking isn't easy. There's no one size fits all. And actually, there's very little data about how you change your drinking and what are the measures of success. And one of the things that we do in Club Soda is work with the academic world and the medical world to look at how we can make that Um, happen how we can get advice and information and help that really does make a difference and we build that into our courses.
1: So we've got uh, uh, two courses um, which are longer and more intensive so as I say we've got that free introductory course how to change your drinking but for those people I guess you get to the end of that or know right from the start that I'm going to need to work at this I'm going to need some support in the longer term um, to change my drinking in the way that I want to we've got two longer term and intensive programs Um, one is called how to drink mindfully that's really ideal for people who want to cut down um, who maybe are exploring change you haven't yet decided haven't made a firm commitment about how they want to change just want to experiment and try things out Um, maybe you want to cut down maybe you want to start incorporating short breaks um, taking days off um, but kind of think fundamentally you know alcohol might play a role in my life going forward um, and I want to find a way of living well with it you know how To drink mindfully um, is perfect for you. And then we've got a brand new course um, called How to Stop Drinking, and that is really explicitly designed for people who want to take a break. Whether that's you want to take a break. For this week or this month or for a longer period of time if you are serious about removing alcohol from your life and giving yourself time to reflect on the reasons that you were drinking and to work out how to live alcohol free in the long term then how to stop drinking is designed specifically for you and uh, I'm really excited for people who are going to um, start it it's quite different from how to drink mindfully there's a whole load new material new things to think about new emphasis on different tools and techniques and ways of thinking but it could be the thing which gets you going with being alcohol free in 2021 so i'm really excited that people are starting to sign up to it
0: this is to me a fundamental question which um, i assume people ask uh, which is why do you need a course you just need to not drink right and then carry on not drinking and so why do you need a course and why do you need behavior change tools
1: well you know if we did just need to get on with it then club soda would need to exist because it would be easy you know it's endlessly frustrating isn't it if you are somebody who knows that you want to change when you encounter people who say well just don't do it you know as if it's the most straightforward thing in the world and of course it is for them you know it is the most straightforward thing in the world but it's not for you and I think it's okay to say that if I'm going to embark on this change and particularly if you're someone who's been wrestling with drinking if you've been struggling for a while if you have started drinking in ways that you're really not happy with if it's stopped giving you benefits if it feels like it's becoming all downsides it's okay to admit that you need some support and our courses you know whether it's how to drink mindfully or how to stop drinking they're designed to take you step by step through the processes that you need to go through not just to stop drinking for now you know most of us if we grin and bear it if we kind of white knuckle it we can probably sustain ourselves just through sheer willpower for a few days you know maybe for a week maybe as a challenge we could get ourselves through a whole month of not drinking but if all that you're doing in that time is hitting pause on your drinking behaviours if you're not starting to think about the circumstances in which I'm drinking more than I want to the stories that I tell myself that lead me to drinking more than I want to and if you're not thinking about the life that I want to live and the role that I want to alcohol to play in it and if you're not thinking about how can I make realistic plans to sustain me if you're not doing those things you shouldn't be surprised that drinking comes back in full force so our courses are really designed whether you're cutting down or taking a break to help you change your thinking about drinking and give you the tools kind of the psychological tools and the real world tools that you need to be able to sustain change in the long term one of the things which is really important to say about our courses is that you can take as long as you need to to go through it you know very fundamentally, our courses are not a challenge. They're not about self-denial. They're not about getting through this. You can kind of let yourself off the hook, if you like, about you know whether you quit on day one or whether you quit on day 301. doesn't really matter. The point is you sign up to the course and you can work through it at your own pace. We are really interested in change which is sustainable in the long term. And it's
0: that self-efficacy, isn't it, Joe? Because you know, I what I've realized after spending so much time with all of our members over the last 5 years, this process of change isn't linear. There will be times when you might get a big long stint under your belt and then it all sort of unravels a bit. Or like me, you've gone, well, that's it. I'm going to stop drinking. Um, I'm, I'm going to moderate drinking. And you, you do a week of not drinking. And then suddenly you find you're back to where you were. Mm-hmm. But uh, through all those things, you don't ever stop learning. But what we do do is stop capturing that learning. Yeah. And actually, we need to continue to see this as an ongoing process, not as a series of failures, but yeah. as a continual learning process. You will learn things that even if you decide after a month to start drinking again or moderately drinking that will be in your mind and keep you strong during that and if you find that your drinking then gets out of control again you will have the skills to work out how to come back to a place that makes you more comfortable
1: and self-efficacy you know at its simplest self-efficacy is just the belief that i can change and then the ability to put that into action and you know i find it heartbreaking when i speak to people right at the beginning of our courses who have basically stopped believing that they can change you want to kind of say to people you can you know there's a there's a process of forgiving yourself of letting go of those times where it didn't go well of remembering the good things that you can do for yourself of believing that you can you know it's really it's one of the biggest changes that i see right at the beginning of the our courses is that kind of light bulb moment for people where you suddenly believe ah, oh, this is a thing that i can do I may not be able to do everything. I can't do it perfectly, but I can do this thing. And that, you know, finding an easy win and building your confidence really helps people, as you say, develop that self-efficacy, that belief, not just that I can, but I've got the ability to change and I can put that change into action. All of that really helps motivate people for the longer term. And it's what our courses are designed for. And as I say, you know, so they're, they're structured in 31 lessons. You could take them a lesson a day over the course of the month but I know from experience that many people take longer and that's fine we're interested in change that works for you in the long term the other thing that we do with our courses which is really important is that we have a supportive community that goes alongside them so everyone who signs up to how to drink mindfully or how to stop drinking gets to join our private slack slack is just it's a private messaging platform
0: It's not Facebook. It's just another place where we can host our community. And for us, it it works really well because it's... um it comes off of facebook it's not a slave to those algorithms you get to meet the community in a very different way
1: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely you know it's got an app that you can download or you can use it on your on your browser on your computer um, but yeah you get an invitation to join this community of people people who are doing or have done how to drink mindfully or how to stop drinking um, and you get to share your experience as you're going along um, and that is so important i cannot emphasize how important it is one of the things that we find overwhelmingly Is that people who join that Slack, people who connect with others during that course, do better than the people who don't. So that's the that's the other thing to bear in mind. If you're going to choose a club soda course, it comes with a community of people, and you know, it's of course up to you whether you join that or not. But my really strong recommendation is join in. You know, connect with other people. It makes a difference. It motivates you. It keeps you going. It helps you solve problems, and it. Gets you a better result in the long term.
0: And um, one of the things that I used to say is, uh, at the very beginning was, is that we, we get drunk together, so why should we get sober alone? It seems yep. a really weird thing to do when alcohol has been so much a part of our social life that suddenly, if you want to not drink, it becomes a very lonely and isolating experience. So the community is actually sort of, for me, the the, the real strong base that, that Club Soda is built upon. And then all of the core stuff that we've built is from learning from that community. through all the research we've done over the last few Mm -hmm. years which you can even find on our website
1: So we kind of, the the philosophy and practices of mindfulness are woven through our courses and you know it's not that I'm a hippie and I like sitting on a cushion on the floor with a scented candle and yoga pants, it's actually that the behaviour change science shows us that having a mindful attitude helps us sustain change in the long term and particularly if you're somebody who is um, significantly cutting down or quitting drinking and you want to embed that change for the long term, developing a formal mindfulness practice you know actually sitting for a couple of minutes a day just quietly sitting noticing your breathing you know that a, a practical meditation practice can help you stick to your drinking goals um so one of the things that you also get by signing up to our courses is you get an invitation to a weekly breathing space um it's an online meetup um it's a chance to experience a mindfulness meditation um, and it's also a chance to share your progress with others and i i know from you know because i get to go to this every week and there are people who come who come you know pretty much every week who i've known now for a while um and one of them said a couple of weeks back at the beginning of the meeting um she said i just want to say something and i went go on she said just seeing all of your faces every week makes the world of difference to me actually seeing people face to face knowing that there are other people who are going through what you're going you know knowing that you can really you can make friends with people is an amazing thing and so that's partly what our weekly breathing space is about it's partly about a mindfulness practice and helping you develop that because it will help you sustain change in the long term but it's also about building community and connection with others and that as you say is you know the super food about yeah, and,
0: it's, and it's also about accountability every week you turn up and let people know that you've done another week is quite amazing and yeah. then on the weeks that i take over it's a bit like when the cat's away the mice will play and we <laughs> talk about all sorts of other things yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it's very terribly um based around um us and our advice and the things that we find important mm-hmm. the other thing that's really important about club soda is we're big fans of alcohol-free drinks which don't work for everybody because some people would rather steer away from anything that um, even mimics alcohol that they had before. But we believe in you still being a social human being. And with pubs and bars now serving more low and no alcohol options, suddenly things are very different to when I gave up eight years ago. Mm. So, again, we can direct you to, you know, the best alcohol free drinks and get you discounts and all of that sort of stuff in order to help you along the way whatever really works for you so. yeah
1: alcohol free beer for me i say it many times but that really was a game changer you know i made a big category switch from beer with alcohol in with to beer without alcohol in and you know reduce my alcohol consumption by 95 percent overnight you know really easy to do but and we say all of this about alcohol free drinks not just because we like them you know not just because they're good but actually because it's backed by the behavior change science you know one of the things that you can do if you want to change your behavior is substitution you know one of the things which i think is kind of like curious and i you know we call our course how to stop drinking because that's what people search for on the internet but the truth is you don't stop drinking you know you have needs <laughs> for water what you're doing is you're choosing to drink different things and i think that's a really helpful mindset shift for people to go through this isn't about self-denial this isn't just about cutting out alcohol whether you're cutting down or quitting altogether this is about about making better liquid choices for yourself whether that's a glass of water or an alcohol-free beer or um, a kombucha or you know whatever it is you you are still consuming liquids and you deserve pleasure in those things and that's a lot of what our philosophy around um changing your drinking through changing your drink is about and that you know once you've got that cracked actually then changing your drinking really starts to motor because you are filling your life with things that you want more than you wanted drinking before and that will you know that will take you a really long way to making change work
0: we will continue also this year to produce you know lots of really useful things for you that don't cost anything at all including this podcast and all of our real life stories and our advice and our other writers you could even write for us as well or send us podcast material this really is a community about change we want to hear from everybody and sharing those stories is really important you'll, you'll read other people's stories in the community but there are those people who are willing to put their head above the parapet and there's tons of them on the website where you can begin to see what an alcohol free life looks like and mm-hmm. I think often we focus on what we're taking away and, and resisting the urge to have that thing what we need to continue to help people focus on is that life that we can lead the and yeah. what that life might look like afterwards
1: yeah and absolutely and that's a really core cool element of both of our courses, both How to Drink Mindfully and How to Stop Drinking, is taking the time to step back and think about the life that you imagine living. Think about the person that you want to become and working out the role that you want alcohol to play in your life and then putting in practical plans to make all of that real. You don't just change by getting rid of bits of your life that aren't working for you. One of the best ways that you can change is by starting to take steps day by day towards a life which is better, towards a a life that you actually want to live um, and starting to imagine those things. Building a, building a life that you actually want to live is really key and that's part of what both of our courses how to drink mindfully and how to stop drinking do is that they help you imagine and take practical steps towards living that life.
0: Yeah, and I think as we now come into the new year and you may have made a resolution last night or you might be starting to think about what it is that you want to achieve today, then focusing on that, that bigger life that you want, the life that you see for yourself, is the important place to start and then work out where alcohol and other things actually may fit into that. And that, that will give you a really strong base in order to, to really push off um, th- this new year and to think about what's important to you.
1: So if you want to sign up for our courses, visit our website at joinclubsojo.com. You'll find the courses on the homepage and we will look forward to getting to know you.
0: Absolutely. And you'll see Drew on the Wednesday night breathing spaces and you'll see me all over the place. Do come back to us with questions that you have, things that you would like us to cover in this podcast, questions that you've got for our regular Ask Drew. The works. We're here for you.
1: And whatever else you're doing, you know, I hope that 2021 is filled with very good things for you.
2: Hi, I'm Simon Chappell. I'm the author of the Sober Survival Guide and my new book, How to Quit Alcohol in 50 Days. And I'm also the founder of Be Sober. And I'm excited to be on the Club Soda podcast talking about how to get through the new year alcohol-free. Embrace the Jomo. I used to go out every New Year's Eve, often to London, and I'd be drunk by probably 9 or 10 p.m. And I can remember many occasions trying to get home in a taxi, waiting in the pouring rain and the wind, being absolutely smashed and not feeling too good the next morning with a hangover that lasted probably the whole of one day and often into the second day too. Embrace the Jomo. Last year, I bought myself, my wife and my son some lovely, warm blankets. We got a huge pile of popcorn and we snuggled under our blankets. We played board games. We watched movies. I embraced the JOMO, the joy of missing out. There was no FOMO. There was no fear of missing out. I was happy that I wasn't out in the middle of London in the pouring rain and the cold. So think about being okay, saying no. Try and honestly think do I really want to go to that event? Ask yourself the question. If you feel that you're saying yes because you're pleasing people or you feel it's some kind of obligation to go, then maybe it's time to put yourself first and your sobriety first and actually say no. I use the phrase fog. If I feel that fear, obligation or guilt are making me do something then I always check in with myself I take a look at myself and I'll say no and it can feel hard to say no sometimes but it's important to find our voice because if we carry on people pleasing on this journey we're going to cause ourselves more obstacles and we're going to sometimes struggle to get over them and make sure that the people who are close around you through the festive period understand what you're trying to do and they know what your expectations of them are. Are. Often, people might tell their partner that they're quitting drinking, but their partner doesn't really understand what's expected of them. So be really clear on that. I was speaking to somebody recently who was struggling with some cravings and emotional ups and downs where they just quit drinking. And she told her partner, but he didn't really understand. And when he saw that she was encountering emotional difficulties, his solution was to buy her a bottle of wine. Now, if she'd been Clear and set clear boundaries. That would never have happened. Of course, she learned from the situation, and then she did make her expectations completely clear. And he definitely won't buy her a bottle of wine again. And I'm pleased to say that she did stay sober through that. But make sure that people understand what you expect of them, and they've got a full understanding of everything that you're doing. And I think it makes sense to give yourself some special treats over the Christmas period. Make sure you've got things to look forward to that might be watching some movies that you've not watched in a long time a lovely bubbly bath with music and candles some chocolates you might even give yourself a gift whatever it needs to be you might have saved a bunch of money from quitting drinking and you can bring some of that into giving yourself a Christmas that you will truly remember we're probably going to remember this Christmas and New Year for a long time just simply due to the fact that it's going to be different because of the pandemic and think about connecting with other people over the Christmas period as well in some of the sober communities anyone that you might be able to help or give something back to I think that's a wonderful way of lighting yourself up and bringing some joy into your life and at the same time doing the same for somebody else I always think that's a great thing to do so whatever you can do there is always going to help and above all enjoy yourself try not to get through Christmas on willpower make sure that you've got a good mindset for sobriety you understand everything that you're going to gain all the gifts that are going to come your way by quitting drinking and ensure that you're clear that you're not losing out by quitting alcohol you're gaining so much there's a bunch of videos on my youtube channel about what we gain in sobriety getting your mindset right and ensuring that you're completely set for success so you're welcome to check those out and of course I'd love for you to get my new book for Christmas How to Quit Alcohol in 50 Days it comes out on Christmas Eve so if you wanted to get yourself a Christmas gift it's the perfect one and, and you can find out more about me on my website besober.co.uk but above all I'm wishing you a happy Christmas and an awesome new year and hopefully we'll see see the end of this awful pandemic.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Club Soda. You can find out more about what we do on joinclubsoda.com and on our social handles, at joinclubsoda. Thanks for the donation of music by Lotus L. You can find more of their music on Spotify.